Uh, again, this was by far the most requested topic. Everyone says they want to land larger accounts. Uh, many people have no larger accounts. Uh, some people have one or two. But only a few in our industry really specialize in larger accounts. So the question you want to start out by asking yourself is, what is it you really want? What do you really want out of your business? What types of clients? What types of customers? Do you want larger accounts? If you really want uh, larger accounts, that's great. You need to know that up front. Then the second question is, what will you pursue? What kind of accounts will you pursue? Some people want larger accounts, but they're not pursuing them. They're not taking consistent action to land larger accounts. And as a result, of course, they don't get anywhere. Third thing you want to ask yourself is, how aggressively will you pursue it? If you've decided you want larger accounts, you decided that you're going to pursue them, how aggressively are, go are you going to pursue them? You're going to do it a little bit? Are you going to still focus 90% of your time on smaller accounts? Or are you going to go after it aggressively? And then the next question is, how long? For how long will you aggressively pursue it? Are you just going to do it for a little while and then get discouraged and stop? Or are you going to stick with it until you are successful at it? So those are the four things you want to ask yourself. What do you really want? Do you want those large accounts? What will you pursue? Will you actually pursue those large accounts? How aggressively will you pursue them? And for how long? Now. Before you decide, yes, I want to go after large accounts, let's just talk briefly about the pros and cons of large accounts, okay? The pros of large accounts are fairly obvious. Uh, bigger orders, that's, uh, that's an important one. Uh, the fact that uh, larger companies can generally uh, create bigger orders for you, that's a big one because, as we all know, it takes the same amount of time to produce an order for 15,000 t-shirts as it does to produce an order for uh, 150 t-shirts. Uh, particularly if we're outsourcing. Now, if you're, if you're printing that order yourself, it takes a little more time. It takes a little more effort. But if you're, if you're just doing the promotional product sales thing and you're outsourcing the production, then to get the order, to take the order, to fulfill the order uh, involves just the same to do 15000 as it does to do 150. So bigger orders, that's a big one. Also, uh, another pro of large accounts is they generally have a larger lifetime value. In addition to the higher order amount, they're generally worth more to you over the space of time. Over a matter of years, they have a larger lifetime value, which means you make more money, you make more commission over an extended period of time. Another pro of large accounts is the prestige factor. And this is kind of... Um, it's not as specific as I generally like when I talk about um, you know the advantages. I like to think in terms of concrete advantages, but prestige is an advantage because it really allows you to leverage yourself better. Uh, it makes people think better of you. In other words, when you've got a few big accounts and you mention that to other companies that you're dealing with, it gives you a level of credibility that you may be lacking if you don't have big accounts. So when we think of prestige, it's not just oh, aren't I cool? It's uh, it's I, I'm dealing with these accounts and other people look at that and say, wow, you must know what you're doing, otherwise you wouldn't be able to land accounts like that. And a related pro of that is uh, success by association. In other words, they look at you and they say, wow, look at your account base. You've got an account base that is pretty impressive, therefore you must be doing a lot of things right.
what I would encourage you to do now is take a look at your existing class, uh, yeah, customer base, your existing uh, client base, your existing customer base. Take a look at it and, and look at the names on, on the list and say, is this an impressive customer base? Is this the kind of list that people would look at and say, wow, uh, that's pretty impressive? And if the answer is yes, that's great. And if the answer is no, then you know you've got your work cut out for you. And if the answer is, well, some are and some aren't, then it's really a matter of just honing in and bringing in more accounts that are going to to allow you to add to your bottom line, add to your credibility, and uh, and add to that whole success by association thing. Uh, now, cons of dealing with larger accounts. There's always a uh, dark cloud to every silver lining. Some of the clouds associated with dealing with large accounts, first one is probably that it takes longer to get in. And that's what discourages a lot of people. They know that it's going to take longer to get into a large account, generally speaking. Uh, some of that may have to do with the fact that there are tougher gatekeepers in large companies. It's a generalization. Sometimes there are tougher gatekeepers in smaller companies, but larger companies generally take longer to get into because they've got tougher gatekeepers. Uh, there are more layers to get through. Uh, sometimes layers take a long time just because of our mental attitude toward them. We think we're not going to get to the right person, and as a result, we don't pick up the phone and make the call. But if we were to do that, if we were to make the calls and, and, and get in front of those people, we could actually make some uh, get some results pretty quickly. But uh, the fact that there are more layers uh, often leads to the fact that it's uh, tougher to get in. Uh, decentralized buying is another thing. We look at a large company and we just have no idea where to start. And maybe there are lots of different buyers within that organization. And uh, we're trying to get through one particular gatekeeper to get to one particular person, when in fact there may be dozens, if not hundreds of people in that organization who are capable of buying from us. So decentralized buying is a con. It's a disadvantage in that it may be harder to find the people. On the other hand, uh, it's also kind of good because if we know that there are a lot of people in that organization who can potentially buy from us, it doesn't limit us to one contact within the organization. Extended timelines. That's really uh, another disadvantage to dealing with larger companies. Uh, very often, larger companies tend to plan farther ahead. Now, again, that's a generalization. Some don't, and, and many will still need rush orders, but uh, larger companies generally will plan a little farther ahead, so they've got uh, extended timelines. It may take a while before they've got something coming up because they're, they're prepared or they've got stuff in stock. So those are a couple of the disadvantages to dealing with larger companies. Also, you tend to get a tougher or at least a more experienced level of competition within larger companies. Um, a lot of smaller distributors, a lot of distributors who are just getting started are, are sometimes hesitant to approach large companies. Uh, distributors who have been around for a while who really know their stuff, they tend to pursue it a little more. So while there may be fewer people contacting the large companies, it's generally true that there it's a higher level of person. It's a higher level of experience uh, of person that's contacting these companies. And, and then another disadvantage to large companies is uh, margin pressure. The fact that larger companies tend to have a little more leverage, they tend to know it, they know that they're going to be spending a lot of money, and as a result, they can be a little bit tougher in terms of requesting lower prices, and they can really squeeze your margins. So in dealing with larger companies, you want to make sure that the work that you're getting from them uh, still makes sense for you, that you're going to be able to generate a level of profit that, that makes sense uh, from the standpoint 
standpoint of the work that you're doing, the amount of time that you're putting into it, and looking at your risk-to-reward ratios. In other words, if you're taking an order for $50,000, and I had this situation come up one time, I was, uh, I was at a live training program, and a guy was uh, raised his hand, and he said, yeah, I'm really kind of annoyed. I, I took this order for $50,000, and I only ended up, ended up making about uh, $1,500 profit on it. And of course, my question is, why did you take the order? Because at $1,500 profit on a $50,000 order, I mean, just think of the carrying charges on that. If it takes a little while to get paid and you've got to pay the supplier up front, you're basically fronting uh, $48,500 uh, you know, to make $1,500. What, what happens if the client doesn't pay? Well, you're going to need an awful lot of orders like that in order to pay for the one that went wrong. So you want to look at the risk-to-reward ratios there. Um, and so again, if, if the margins make sense for you, then you know what to do. If the margins don't make sense, sometimes the best thing to do is to not necessarily take an order like that. Uh, in the Top Secrets program, one of the points that I made about large accounts is that you can't catch a whale in a bucket of minnows. And what I meant by that is, is well, it's pretty obvious. Um, if you're constantly in front of smaller accounts, that's what you're going to get. If you want to get larger accounts, you have to be in front of larger accounts, and you have to be in front of larger accounts most of the time. Now, one question that comes up there is, how do you define larger accounts? How do you define what a larger account is? Because for some people, $10,000 a year is a large account. To others, a million dollars a year is a large account. So you need to determine for yourself what do I determine? What do I define as a large account? And then how many of these guys can I get in front of as quickly as possible? So many people say they want large accounts, but then they fail to change their behavior. In our Top Secrets of Multi-Million Dollar Producers system, I've got a behavior modification system in the back of the workbook. And it is, it's one of the most effective things that you can possibly use in terms of charting uh, what you're doing on a daily basis, making sure that you're taking the actions that you need to take on a consistent basis. And I, I've used that particular system for everything uh, from getting big clients to losing weight to all kinds of things. Uh, it's really just a matter of tracking what you're doing on a daily basis. What are the main functions? What are the main things you have to do on a daily basis? Maybe one of the things you have to do on a daily basis is get in front of three accounts. Maybe that's something that you decide you have to do. All right, so basically what you're doing is you're saying, okay, today is Thursday. Did I get in front of three accounts today? If the answer is yes, then I was successful. If the answer is no, then I was unsuccessful. Um, and, and it's either a yes or no. It's like a pass-fail in college. Um, so today, I was either successful or unsuccessful at doing that activity. Tomorrow, same thing. It's Friday. Did I do it or didn't I do it? If the answer is yes, I was successful. If the answer is no, I was unsuccessful. Well, if you do this all week and you make those three calls every day, five days this week, you have successful days each day of the week. If you do that all month, you now have a successful month. If you do that all year, you have a successful year. If you do that uh, every year for the next 10 years, you've got a successful decade. And you keep doing it and you end up with a successful life. What ends up happening a lot of times is we know what we need to do. We know what we have to do, but we simply fail to take the actions. We simply fail to do the things that we know we should be doing, the, th the things that we need to do, and we just don't do it. And sometimes what we do instead of doing the things that we need to do is we try to figure out something Something else that we could do. We try to maybe learn something. We're, we're trying to learn shortcuts. And while there are shortcuts, there are really only a limited number of shortcuts. And the important thing to know once you've learned a shortcut is to take it and take it and take it and take it again. Uh, it, you know, knowing it isn't enough. So,
Landing larger accounts is an idea. Hoping and wishing doesn't make it so. So you still need a strategy. So let's talk about the strategy. 